0: This is the Lakin Chronicles Road to Recovery podcast with addiction specialist, Dr. Greg Lakin. Real people, real stories, real addiction, and real recovery journeys. The Road to Recovery starts now. And here he is, Dr. Gregory Lakin. Oh, thank you, Phil. Hey, this is exciting because we have our first update from Trenton Misty. It was a little over a month ago. We're a month, yeah, um, right before New Year's. Yeah, And uh, we... Uh, um, found. I don't know if I want to say. I'll say it. No. At, at no. Behind the behind our treatment center, literally in the dumpster, yeah, literally, right. and literally. Uh, getting food and and also with a heroin habit. Yeah. Right. And uh, um, absolutely, I appreciated the fact that you just came clean and said, "Hey, it's time. It's time. Let's start off the new year's with." Uh, you know, a new, a new beginning, and, and give me an update about what's happened. So, both came into the treatment center um, before New Year's, and uh, it's February first, and so this is literally a little over a month away. And trans methadone. Yeah. What kind of dose are you on? I'm at ninety five. Ninety five. Okay. Just got the dose increase. Just got a dose increase. And it, and you are you? Do you think you're where you need to be, or or uh, close? I think close. Within ten milligrams. Yeah. And, and help me out. So the heroin you were doing about uh, a half a gram a day, half a gram a day. At okay. least. Uh, and yeah. it's
1: uh, the heroin that we the heroin we were getting is a lot, it's a lot better than it's been in years.
0: It's the best stuff that we have seen and When four, you say you're being years. most potent. Yeah. 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 I yeah. 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 The most, po- the most. But potent you, do it. you actually really know what it is though? I mean, um, with
1: that, with the tar you do. Um, yeah. It's not, it's not cut with fentanyl or anything like that. With the white, um, which is even stronger. Yeah. Uh, typically it's cut with fentanyl, you can tell by the, the physiological reaction. Right. It's similar to um, <clears throat> pharmaceuticals right. more than heroin. I mean You just hope it's cut in the in the right ratio by the right way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that it's actually cut with fentanyl and not, you know, some kitchen product, you never know. I mean you really never know what you're buying. It's just a bag of a white powdery substance. Yeah. You don't know if it's yeah. powdered sugar or talc or Rain sometimes cleaner. they eat yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And it could be anything. It just whatever they had around the house, if they wanted to make
0: some money. I had a lady. She had just abscesses in her. They were using a, a meat tenderizer. cutting mm-hmm. kind of it with that, and it just chewed mm-hmm. her tissue away. Just, um, whatever, just yeah. whatever they have. Yeah. They don't care. They, they don't, don't care, and they don't know. Yeah. You know, it's just. Right. But you're you're you're. Do, now what do you feel happening now that you're almost where you need to be, with regard to? I mean behavior wise brain wise what oh, do you think? man, it's it's night and day um, you wake up and you don't have to uh, you,
1: your your mindset isn't in the gearing up to go to get well every day you know it's it's what well, I have to get out and hustle I have to get a hustle just to get well you know yeah and then once you get well you know it's back on the hustle because that fix isn't gonna last all day mm-hmm. um, and when you say hustle I mean uh, tell, tell a pan, panhandle um, Anything from Panhandle to stealing from stores if you have to, you know, I mean, it, anything. Uh, buying drugs to sell to someone else, you know, buying them for cheaper and selling them for a street price. You know, if you got a hook, a hookup, right, you got yeah. a hookup, you can get it cheaper, you grab it, and then you get out on the street and you you slang it out on the streets. Uh, you just sit out and gut it out on the streets. Everybody walking by, hey, what's going on? You looking? Hey, what's going on? Yeah. It's the most dangerous kind of drug dealing when you're out on the street corner trying to hustle dope. Sure. And, and um, you said at one time you had a nice house and you had a nice job and you... Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I had a normal life. What, what one would consider a normal life. It's the American dream and uh, right. yeah it's a it's a nine day difference between what we used to have and, and what we have, had gotten to where we come to. But, but literally a month ago you were <coughs> on the street. I mean literally. Under, living under the Murdoch Bridge. Yeah. Right, right. Literally in the yeah. dirt there's a <clears throat> There's the narrows down there. One side of the of the river just gets real narrow on one side of the bridge, mm-hmm. and then you live underneath the bridge where the river would normally. When it floods, the river does flow right there. Yeah. Got it. So literally living on the river bank in the river bed actually. Yeah. The silt and stuff is. Just, um, and how long have you been doing that? I mean, you don't. Oh. I mean, well, it's cold we, out there now. All yeah, I'm we wondering. had been out there. Well, we've been out there since in that spot since November. But we've been living by that bridge for a year. Yeah. Uh, We used to live beside it, um, right beside the bridge in a little lean-to tent uh, made out of a blue tarp.
0: Because nobody can see it from the street.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I got it. A lot of people would walk by and a lot of people thought it was clever and and it was a good spot. We kept it clean so people didn't complain, but Mm -hmm. the city came down to run some people off one time and uh, and so they they couldn't let us stay so they they ran us off too. We were in that one spot for almost a year. Wow. So you were there through the winter. Yeah, last winter. Last winter. And then we've been there through this winter up until you you found us. And uh, um, just right after you found us, we had another miracle happen um, in regards to housing. Um, So we've got uh, an anonymous benefactor from my mom's church that's uh, taking care of the rent where we're at until I can get working and get on my feet or up to six months they said wow perfect so it, it's been a season of miracles it really has yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we still struggle with uh, with like food eating um, mm-hmm. There just isn't any kind of outreach we get to eat once a day which we're thankful for that but it, it's is that like a Lord's Diner uh, or something yeah, yeah. Got uh, a lot of people <clears throat> a lot of people would say well you know you, just not motivated enough. Well, trust me, we get out and we'll walk anywhere. Yeah, you know we have to walk from almost 13th Street down to Central just to get our, our dinner every day at Lord's Diner. We'll go anywhere, but there's just not the kind of outreach you need. Right. And the food banks aren't centrally located, you know. And then they just can't give you much stuff at the food banks, anyway. It's The food pantries. So. Um,
0: well, it's not like you haven't been in them, had a stay, uh, steady job, and yeah, place to live no. before. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's but but it's getting better and we're just we're getting there. Um, well, that's wonderful. Yeah, okay. yeah they it look a lot better. Oh, now. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's night and day. Yeah.
0: Uh, track last. marks wise and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're going good. Look at we're that. Ready? You heal really well. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Good skin. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're doing good. Yep. We're doing good. No yeah. no tracks. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No well, and Misty, you you were telling me that you were shooting your legs and everywhere yeah, else. And neck, one, yeah. And your, yeah, and your jugular. Hopefully, hit your jugular. And yeah. 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 Your yeah. neck is healed up so nice. Yeah. Then, um, yeah. You are lucky. I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, and would, so Misty's your fiance. Misty, how are things going? You're on what? Eighty five. Eighty five. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I'm gonna go up. So. Yeah. And what kind of dose were you on? Um, she was it's doing, about the same. She was doing about the same as always. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was about
1: between us about a gram a day, and then sometimes more. I mean, if we had, yeah. if we could hustle up the money, if we had a, a good day, uh, it might be a
0: gram a piece between us. Is gram a piece. So maybe a may hundred bucks, or hundred twenty-five a gram, or yeah, yeah. hundred bucks. Yeah. is what yeah. we can get for. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're the one that taught me that, uh, and I didn't know this. You know, every I, really, I learn new stuff all the time, but uh, instant coffee. Mm. say yeah, coffee. Yeah. yeah. Take, make there's your black like, tar, black tar. Yeah. Black tar or yeah. Or, well, and then to yeah. cut it and, and stretch it. Yeah. 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 And, and you can tell, coffee. you can tell by the yeah. smell. Yeah. They yeah. Can cut it. With instant you instant
1: coffee.
0: Oh, you, you mix your heroin, or they mix it with instant the tar, coffee, or dilute it more coffee. with instant coffee. Yeah. 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 To give it the way to yeah. cut it. It's the way Ugh. to cut it
1: and stretch it. Yeah. And yeah. you can tell by the smell. You can't always smell it because the the smell of the heroin when you smell it is so strong. You don't smell the coffee when you have got the tar when you cook it. Um, yeah. the the water the hot water releases the oh yeah the the mountain grown aroma oh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> of oh, the coffee you can sure the coffee when you cook it. and, and, and you get a little bit in. of caffeine with your yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you hope yeah. Uh, you hope that's all it is but, yeah. I mean it's not unusual to find hair in it and stuff because they'll uh, put it in
0: their hair to smuggle it in oh right uh-huh. huh so, yeah yeah well and I suppose when you're out there hustling you know even for years you have to. You learn all the tricks of the trade, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which is certainly good you've and gotta bad. Learn, you've yeah. got to learn
1: how to keep people from ripping you off because I mean, it. <clears throat> people, I guess people look at drug dealing like it's not a job. Which, it's not a legitimate legal job, but it's it's work. It is. But yeah. people would rather would surely rather rip you off than they'd rather just hustle you out of your money than actually sell you a, <laughs> a product. I mean, there's a lot of people like that. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nobody's going to
0: report it. No, you yeah. Know. Can, I mean, yeah. you can do whatever you want. You can take <laughs> yeah. advantage of robbed, robbed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got you got to be careful out there. And it makes you do things you would normally never do. Never yeah, do. you have yeah. to do it though. And so the fear of going through withdrawals is how would you describe it? Uh, it's more, it's more paralyzing than even the
1: fear of going to jail for a crime. Yeah. Uh, like someone like me, I normally wouldn't commit any crimes. I don't want to go to jail. I'm too old for that. I'm just too tired of giving up my life for something that I don't want to. But uh, <clears throat> the fear of going through a draw is, is more potent than even going to jail. If yeah. yeah. I had to, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, we, we were lucky. We didn't have to steal a lot. We could. Um, I, I had enough connects that between panhandling for some money if we had to you know to get startup money or whatever I could usually get out and hustle up enough money to get us through we didn't have to steal but I know I often tell people there's not that we haven't you have
0: so much uh, oh so resourceful that if it could just be put towards something you know oh, more productive or less self-destructive you will succeed yeah, no yeah addicts are, are, yeah. are the most resourceful and sometimes I'm
1: not overly intelligent but I mean a lot of times they're very intelligent people oh absolutely um, I think yeah. they get there's just a stigma about addiction that makes people think
0: that, mm-hmm. you know, that we're not, but... Right. And people want to think that it couldn't happen to them. People want to think that, you know... That's mm-hmm. their problem. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm too smart for that or whatever. And you yet, only day after day, after day after yeah. day, we see yeah. nurses and health care workers mm-hmm. and uh-huh. attorneys and high-level professionals, and they're they're here as well, so... They say they fall in the same hole that we did.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter what your bank account looks like or what your address is, you can still end up in the same hole that we're in. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if they don't if they don't take heed early enough, they'll end up at the same place we are. I mean yeah. rock bottom everyone's rock bottom is different, but when you hit actual rock bottom you're gonna end up in the same
0: spot we were in. Yeah. yeah. Living under a bridge. Yep. Yeah. Eating out of dumpsters. Nope. Yeah. I remember, I remember finding you there and you were crouched in the corner and, I mean, just trying to hide. No, but, I, I, but, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I mean you came clean. You obviously, it was finally time. and then I was maybe so tired. Yeah, so tired of it. I yeah. was just, I was so
1: tired that I didn't know where to go, but I, it wasn't anywhere to go, but I was just... The energy I had was not, I wasn't going to use it to try to
0: argue with you about it because it was too... Oh, I know. I, I, I at first you had an excuse, and then it was time. It was time. Yeah. So Misty, and he—he he, obviously you've made a difference because you helped motivate. You're engaged, right? Yeah. And so you know, Trent said, "Hey, I'm going to do this not just for me now, but mm. but for you as well. You have to do this together, and you are so. Yeah, that's that's amazing. How are you? How how are you feeling now, Misty? I'm doing good. I'm doing oh, yeah. a lot better. Yeah. And what do you notice different in your day? I don't know you know, where you came from. I mean, what was, when, when did addiction first happen to you? Um,
2: I was mostly when I was a kid. I yeah. didn't say that last time, but, yeah. um, my life was hard. Uh, and I lost my mom in October, um, uh, uh. due to cancer. Oh, wow. And okay. so my life was kind of hard growing <laughs>
1: up, but, uh, she was exposed to it at a young age. So sure. addiction and alcoholism and, and drugs have just always been a kind of a constant yeah. in her life. Not because of peripherally with other people, family members. Oh, and that's
0: how they dealt with.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how they dealt with abuse, abusive relationships and stuff. and right. So that, you know. She well,
2: taught me, like, if you're having a bad day or something like that, turn to drugs, get high. You know?
1: Yeah. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Through, through example and then through advice, you know. That,
0: and whatever's available. I, yeah. And now, is there, uh, like, a mood disorder as well? I mean, I'm bipolar. You, bipolar, right. Yeah. And that's. Depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, PTSD and all kinds of other stuff. Absolutely, parents, uh, mom. I don't know. it mood disorders in the family or?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Her mom. I'm sure was. Her mom had uh, abuse issues as well. Um, yeah. As a child and then as an adult, she was in a lot of abusive relationships. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, it, it it was more of a don't you know, don't ask, don't tell. Just turn mm-hmm. to substances to. Medicaid, or
0: medication, or whatever. Do yeah. so you have a lot of people in your family that are uh, struggling with this type of addiction, or no? And, and either one of you, yours? Um Well,
1: my, my mom is she's a tito tailor. Is absolutely nothing because I come from a family of alcoholics, and my mom just went the other way. But my brother and I both struggle with addiction issues. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, my it's mom, we've got the gene. Yeah. I didn't really know my dad
2: too well. Uh, my mom, yeah, um, and then our cousins and stuff like that. My grandma and them, no, they never. They're not alcoholics or addicts or anything like that. So, but my mom's dad was an alcoholic, um, and it, it ran through it thick through the family. Yeah. So this could be an one.
0: example for. Um, Oh yeah, and you know to bring them in to you know get them well. Right, and yeah. it's not unusual to see relatives, and it may be you know hey my uncle's were, uh, my uncle was alcoholic, my granddad, you know he was bipolar. My mom took Xanax and Valium to deal with her day. You know my dad smokes marijuana, but everybody's dealing with his. No, my girlfriend does Xanaxes. She
2: takes Xanaxes for sure. her
0: anxiety. Yeah. Sure, but I mean when you're bipolar. You, it's easy to spin off the tracks right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You go manic, wow. you go impulsive, yeah. yeah. And so, and some people like the manic, so, so, um, but then it's... It's the change. Yeah. I mean, I've seen her in tears for no
1: reason. She couldn't tell you why she was crying. She right. would just be in tears crying, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's hard. It. Uh, it's hard for her. Mm-hmm. Not being able to regulate her own mood, just, it, she feels helpless and she gets so I mean, it's it's heartbreaking to see it when she's looking at you and it's like she doesn't even know why she's crying. She just can't help but cry, you know. Yeah. And can't, can't you know regulate her own moods and it's like it's heartbreaking. Yeah. To to not be able to help her either. You know. I mean, I help as best I can. You know. I'll hold her and mm-hmm. and but it's like to not be able to just reach in and fix it. You know. It, it's hard yeah. to have to
0: suffer through that with someone. And certainly, step one is. Developing the awareness, you know, mm-hmm. that hey, I have a mood disorder. Mm-hmm. This is what I'll do if I don't treat it. And it's really mm-hmm. difficult to treat an addiction without treating the mood disorder. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I think people all realize that now that you have to treat the co occurring uh, condition. You have to. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah. to. Um, well, good. And so you're on a medication now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you feel like your mood's more stable. She's no like, highs, no lows. As much as much. Yeah, a lot yeah. Better, yeah. better. A lot better. Yeah. And uh-huh. then of course that coupled with being on, not having to worry about cravings, withdrawals, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. It's been so much better. Yeah, a lot. Our, our days, our hours.
1: Um, yeah. I, to be honest with you, the first month, this last month, we've been focused on getting a rest, to oh. sleep, indoors, in a bed. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. you know. You go, when you're sleeping outside, you don't do a lot of sleeping. I mean, yeah. For one, I mean, I literally was in a constant state of awareness, awakeness, because someone could walk walk up over you with a brick, and you smash your head, you know? Right. And just yeah. to take whatever meager belongings you have. So I was always kind of, you know, yeah. and 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 it might sound kind of sexist or something, but, I mean, part of my job out here on the streets is looking after her. you know? Right. So I, I've always got to be on guard, and it's like, to be able to let your guard down just a little bit and relax, truly relax, has yeah. been. I we don't know how to thank you. Yeah. I, you
0: have literally changed our lives. Oh, this this is your journey. You, you've done life. this. You know you've got to be motivated yourself, and you've done it. So, I am I'm very proud, and I appreciate you guys sharing because, you are, telling people that no matter how bad it gets. You can do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, always and, a way. And the path, yeah. And and you were in the hospital a time or two, or no? Am I thinking... No. No? No. You guys didn't have to do... Did you guys ever overdose and have to go to the ER or have to go to the hospital or anything? No, we haven't been. uh, The overdose part, we've been there.
1: We've been on the cusp of overdoses, but we were able to keep to keep each other out of the hospital for right. fear of the legal repercussions. Right. Because yeah. Cops come what's the ambulance when you have an overdose call.
0: Oh, absolutely. So uh, yeah. So a lot of people that need help or potentially overdose or do overdose don't yeah. get the help because yeah they don't yeah, right.
1: people don't want to call the cops. I mean I've seen I, there's people in my past that have died mm-hmm. that have been left somewhere when people knew they were dying uh, because they weren't going to call the ambulance mm-hmm. and have the cops there. Right. You know? um, And part of this was trap houses Mm -hmm. or whatever? Yeah, yeah, in the traps, in the traps, yeah. You know they say if someone falls out and and if someone falls out of the dope house or at the trap, what's the first thing you do? Check their pockets. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, I mean that's the stigma, you know. Is someone gonna call an ambulance? Well maybe, I doubt it. If everyone clears out, someone might call an ambulance and everybody leaves, you know. Right, or they get dropped off at the... Or they get dropped off at an ER and literally open the door, roll them out. Right. A good friend of mine. him put him out. on
2: the street somewhere. Right. Good friend of mine
1: died. Uh, it's been about 15 years ago. Um, he had gone out to party with this girl, and he was into pharmaceuticals, but uh, had never really messed with heroin. When she, um, this girl, she was a prostitute, and uh, she liked heroin. So he had a lot of money. He was a tattoo artist. So mm-hmm. she took him out and partying one night, and uh, got him to do some heroin. And he did too much, and and literally at. Like 3:23 a.m., she rolled up to the ER at Wesley, rolled him out the passenger side, and burned out in his car. Yep. And he died. He ended, did, up, she yep. ended up dying. She got into the hospital, but he was already dead by the time they got there. And uh, and there wasn't anything they could do. But uh, yeah, she ended up it ended up being a pretty big thing. They finally she finally turned herself in and like a week later. She mm-hmm. found out that the cops were looking for her. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, you know, just, someone just wanted an accounting of what had happened, you know, she was afraid they were going to blame her, well, that I mean, right. was obviously an overdose, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't, nobody did it to him, somebody could have helped him, and somebody could have not
0: taken him out on that end, but in the, in the end it was his choice to do the drugs to begin with. Right, yeah, and he thought his tolerance was high, he thought he could handle yeah. it, he probably took the same amount she did, mm-hmm. uh, you don't know, and... Um, yeah. But and but for fear of repercussions, yeah,
1: she didn't get any medical help that might have saved his life. You never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know. Right. And it's not not blaming her. It's just you can just see how that fear keeps mm-hmm. lets people die when they necessarily have to.
0: Yeah,
1: and t- and I find it fascinating. Tell me one more time what, what the, how the trap house works. Uh, the trap is just usually it's it's like a, a dope house or it's like a drug dealer's place. A lot of times traps you'll have several dealers there that. um deal with different substances or they all deal the same thing Mm -hmm. and it's just you come in you can buy your dope, do your dope there as long as you understand it's you know it's a no-holds-barred gladiator arena Right. basically I mean. No, that's an interesting way to, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. You know you can do what you do there but as long as you know you understand everyone else is doing what they do see. Yeah and if you don't have the money to pay them at the time? Oh well it depends if you've got (laughs) Usually you won't get drugs without cash, but if you ever did and you didn't have the money, you might not get out of there. But you might be able to get a front on credit, or you know, it just depends on what you got. I mean, you can trade. Trade a stereo, trade a stereo, or whatever stereo, you need to show, trade. You can trade a stolen car, you can trade yeah. anything you got. Yeah. Um, there's a
0: market for just about everything out there, uh, yeah. including people, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Methamphetamines yeah. in this room. Opioids in this sometimes, room, heroin or whatever. Sometimes yeah. it's all in the same room. Sometimes, like yeah. I said, you can walk into the... They trap like out this. a lot of these motel mm-hmm. rooms out here and yeah, you yeah. yeah. walk in there might be
1: three people in there dealing. And yeah. all of them have crack, heroin, and, and ice in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. just, if you walk in, who do you know? You know. Yeah. If I know this guy, but not these two guys, well, he's going to get that sale because he knows me. You know. Oh, got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, if they've got some rooms trapped out and down there, then they'll put a worker out on the street. That's why you see people loitering out in front of these motels. Mm-hmm. They're shortstops. You know, someone walking down the street, hey, you looking? Oh, come on, come on, I got you, I got you. Oh, I'm going over. No, you ain't got to go that far. Come on, I got you. Taking your boy, you know. That guy gets a percentage. Usually yeah. it's an addict working the street. yeah. Okay. You get a percentage, you know, stopping people out there. And you see it all up and down. Oh, yeah, oh, right all yeah. down Broadway. Oh, yep. And uh, it's really it's kind of weird. People don't know that the the crack in the heroin is actually more prevalent up here than the ice. Now ice is really bad up here on North Broadway, but they sell more of the other. And you hit Kellogg, it's right. like the demarcation line. From Kellogg south, it's amphetamines and it's bad. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's twice as many motels from Kellogg to Forty Seventh Street as there is north of Kellogg. Yeah. And they're all just
0: I mean. Seems like there's more prostitution down on South Broadway as well. A lot, a lot. It's different, it's done differently than it is up here on North Broadway. Is that right? Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's done, there's a lot more. There's just a lot more people down there, the motels, you know, Uh so there's more people down there. But there's a heck of a lot of people up here, just not as many living in the motels. But, um, like I said, the, the, the methamphetamine is just, I don't know, it's bad news.
0: It's all bad news. But the once again, you—they you, talk about autopsies and wormholing in the brain and just—but mm. it seems like women, especially, it keeps them skinny. It keeps them pretty for a while, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. And,
0: yeah. And um, and like I said, it's there's a
1: lot of that's the best part of it is the availability of amphetamines. There's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is—it's—it's it's gotten really cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's gotten really, it's really strong.
0: So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, we have more prevalence of methamphetamines than even opiates in Kansas, only because mm-hmm. of anhydrous mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know. But well, didn't they uh, do a big crackdown in Mexico? Wouldn't it? That didn't affect it? Oh, I... Uh, Did
1: not they, you know, because it's in the it fedrin that makes it? Uh not no. the not the new not the new I mean, they call it clear or ice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really simple it's a really simple cocktail, about three different chemicals mm-hmm. or three different substances and it's grown more than mixed. It's, it's not oh, like a meth. It stuff grows like a like a salt crystal or alum crystals, you know. Right. Uh it grows like that. And so it's a time process but um when you're making huge batches and it, it's just there's a lot of it. I've seen, I've literally seen myself a 55 gallon hefty bag full of ice and mm-hmm.
0: I've seen shards that were this long, that very round. Wow, yep. And then how's the anhydrous? It's, used that's, because the, that's
1: well that's when you're making regular mess, it's when you're cooking mess, mm-hmm. <laughs> like bathtub mess, what they would call it, something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to cook meth, and I wouldn't admit to it if I did. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. But it, it's a mixture of chemicals, and, um, and it, you know, um, like the lithium from batteries and stuff. When you're making a shake and bake batch, a mm-hmm. um, simple, a uh, simple meth, or like with anhydrous, um, it's used to
0: gas it out, gas out the meth. But I don't know how exactly. Um, yep. so. now, do you find that most people have like a favorite, and then a backup?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah.
0: So your favorite was probably opioids i don't oh, know always, what, it's always been opioids and yeah. then your backup if cocaine cocaine mm-hmm. yeah and that's used in lieu of withdrawals in lieu of yeah. yeah how about you misty
1: yeah same thing same thing
0: yeah got it yeah i've never been a, an amphetamine
1: guy i i used to you know? yeah.
0: yeah
1: and um uh, and I, i've known misty for a long long time mm-hmm. and um uh, and i could see how a lot of times it um, a lot of people like the manic phases I, I had to learn to, to right. identify it right, right. I, I didn't know sometimes I just thought she was part of my French being a, a bitch right or or being you know just being grumpy or cranky or uh, there were times when I accused her of being on speed right when she was manic and I had to learn how to identify manic mm-hmm. her manic phases and her depressed depressed modes you know mm-hmm. I had to learn how to identify that she was in one and Me being able to identify it has been able to help her and understand when she's manic because that's the thing. Bipolar people don't always know that they're manic. Right. I mean a lot of times they don't, you know, they're just Mm -hmm. got a lot of energy, they got energy level, they're
0: doing everything, you know. Well and some think that they're doing the work of three and it's go, go, go and they feel good. In the manic phase, right? Yeah. But by the time you start to crash, it's too late for your medicine to work. Yeah. Or it's you know Yeah. And so then there's, for every up there's a down, and maybe your downs aren't as, I mean... It's sometimes, hers aren't as bad, but sometimes they can be. Yeah, it some are more bipolar mania, some yeah. are more bipolar depressed. Yeah. Very good friends, very high functioning, mm-hmm. very, you know, just without stabilizing that mood, it's hard to get out of drugs, it's mm-hmm. just hard. Yeah. And the yeah. drugs, the, the thing is,
1: like with her main, with her manic phases, mm-hmm. uh, the amphetamines mimic a manic right. phase, to, yeah. almost to a T. So. Um, Yeah, it was, you know, back when she used to use amphetamines years and years ago, it was, that's what she was doing, was trying to just stabilize,
0: you know. And And I see a lot of people misdiagnosed in part because they may get diagnosed with a bipolar, but really they're on drugs, you know, Mm -hmm. and the mom brings them in, or or the spouse brings them in, and mood swings, he has great ups, great downs, he's got to be bipolar. Well, you forgot to tell them that you're on amphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you forgot to tell them that. You know, or yeah. yeah, or sometimes you think the person's on drugs, and really they really are. Have know? a mood disorder. They have exactly. a mood disorder. You know, yeah. they just can't. They don't. They don't know enough about it. To but once you're aware, once you're aware, and 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 a, it's great that you have somebody to bounce it off a, of. There's a stigma. I mean, people don't like to admit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh,
1: neither for themselves or in the family. I right. don't want to admit all oh, my sons. You know, a crackhead yeah you know, or, you know or not just that bad but you know my son's a drug addict or my husband or
0: right and you know, people don't want to admit that um or I got ADD I got ADD you know uh, it's you're in that stress response state from drug-induced mm-hmm. you know but so you exactly it's, right it's you know, you know it, a part of it and that just like with you know when you found me
1: is mm-hmm. part of it is you have to be willing to accept and admit mm-hmm. and it's not like anyone wants to um, flagellate you, you know. You're a drug addict. Yeah. You know. It, that's more for yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. Once you admit it to someone else, you can accept it internally more. Right. It seems like. I mean. Yeah. A- a- and understand that, you know. Now that you know and you have admitted it, you know, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Are you going to do you do your part of the work to get better or not? You know. Absolutely. Um, part of it is just about getting out of that hole. You know, the first rule of holes is when you find yourself on in one, quit digging. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. part of being on heroin is just like you can't stop digging. You know,
0: it's you got to stay well, mm-hmm. so you're always constantly digging the hole deeper. And your tolerance gets higher, and then That's, the need gets greater, and the the expenses. Yeah. It's not a poor man's addiction. No, no opioids not. is it? No, it's people not. are spending three or four hundred
1: a day. Oh man, yeah. and. Yeah. The people that spend the most, you wouldn't believe it, are the poorest-looking homeless people. Yeah, spend the most money on drugs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, People say, well, you could spend that on housing, well, or you could spend it on food. Well, I guess theoretically you could. And the thing is, you're not. If you're not well, you're not going to go out and hustle up any of that money. Mm-hmm. If you're not well, you don't want to eat because you're throwing up. You know, laying on the side of the riverbank, you don't want to move. You're not going to move. You're right. just going
0: to and all on yourself, and yeah. you, know. you know you do such a good job of explaining things. I'm just you absolutely do, and and I, and I'm thankful that you're here to tell us your story. And and this is just month one, you know, and so I am thrilled to death to see where you guys, um, how far you can go, and how su- I know you'll be successful. I know you will. This is it, it's cool to
1: build a chronicle our journey, but mm-hmm. even if just hearing us talk talk about it and oh, yeah. describe it. Can, can help or save one person, even if it only helps one person, yeah.
0: then, you know, it was, it's worth it to us no matter what. Yeah. But Absolutely. No, I think it'll help many more than one, but mm-hmm. but I appreciate you guys wanting to help. And uh, it means it's a lot to to us and, and to people and, you know, there's people out there that think they're at the bottom and there's people out there that have no hope or don't think they can do it. And you're a testimony, you know, and your journey will be followed. And I appreciate it, Misty, and I appreciate it, Trent. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you so so much. much. Dr. Lakin is a board-certified family medicine doctor with an emphasis in addiction medicine and over 25 years of experience. For addiction recovery services in the Wichita area, please visit www.centerforchangeks.com. Or visit SAMHSA.gov for a national directory of resources and recovery centers in your area. You can also find these links in the podcast description. Thank you for listening to the Lakin Chronicles Road to Recovery podcast. And remember, you've got this.